It's time for another book review, and I'm so excited. This is the very last Friday of February. February is shorter than most months. Am I right? <laughs> because I feel like I got shortchanged by a week, and I'm really glad that I picked this book. Today, we're going to be talking about the book called Traction, and I need you to really care about this episode. I don't need you to care about the book as much as I do, but I need you to care about this episode because something so transformative happened for me with this book. I'm like blown out of the water by this whole entire process. And this is why I wanted to do a book club. Reading is such an amazing way of educating yourself. And I I feel like people have lost the ability to disengage from short snippets of fast-paced, like already digested information because of social media and because of the internet, because of like Wikipedia and Google right? Like everything's just handed to you on a silver platter. And I feel like a book is like these days and weeks and months and years of a topic digested through a conduit, aka the author, and given to you like in the most beautiful format. Like I love language so much. I love words. I love communication. I love writing. And There's something so amazing about being able to pick up a book or listen to one. And actually this month I chose to actually read the book. My husband had already purchased it. And so I have it here with me. Um, And, you know, I'll be honest, there's a lot of this book that I am going to be applying in my life for years and years and years to come. And it is a business-based book. But what I learned from this book is that everything that we do in our lives as mothers And as women, as wives, as business owners, as hobby seekers, as the full-bodied, brilliant creatures that we are on this planet is so much, so much like a massive organization. And this entire book gives you the in-depth, like the most beautiful system for how to truly get a grip on your business. And if that is not my thing whenever it comes to what we do as women to run your ship, to get a grip, right? I just was like, you guys, the first three chapters of this book are just like lit up like a Christmas tree with highlighters. I'm so excited to tell you everything that you need to know about being able to run your ship in motherhood and how this author, Gina Wickman, was able to take his brain and his brilliance and teach people how to systematically gain traction, right? To get a grip on their business and how similar it is to everything that I want you to know and everything that I believe that a woman should do in a home and marriage and motherhood and in business. So if you want to learn a whole lot about everything that I digested from this book, I suggest that you grab a pen and paper. There's a whole lot in this that I cannot wait to share with you. Take all the notes. Let me give you all the feels. I am super pumped up to share with you. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. 
that's me, and this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. All right, where do we begin here? You may hear me flipping through my pages, and that's just going to be what it is today because let me tell you that I developed an outline for myself for what these book reviews were supposed to look like. And I just threw it out the window. This book inspired me so much. I was like, uh, screw the format. I just want to talk about something that I'm incredibly passionate about. And, you know, sometimes we can make the the best plans and have the best of intentions. And we get majorly inspired as creators and as creative individuals and as a person and the host of the Systemize Your Life podcast, a person that loves systems, you can imagine that for me, sometimes it's hard for me to just let things go and give you what comes to me naturally instead of just sticking with the plan or sticking with the outline, you know, and it's okay. It's totally okay sometimes. So here's here's the details about the book. The name of the book is called Traction by Gino Wickman, G-I-N-O, Wickman, W-I-C-K-M-A-N. And I don't know how many stars this book has. All I know is that my husband, he has some incredible people that he follows and that he looks up to, that he learns from, masterminds, courses, all that kind of stuff for the work that he does in um, real estate investing. And they, there's also a podcast that he listens to all the time that I'm actually pretty obsessed with. Uh, It's called Bigger Pockets, but it's for real estate investors. Anyways, they're just extremely articulate and it's fun. And I love learning about what my husband's doing. And so we listen to it and they also air it on YouTube, which would be a really cool thing uh, for this podcast to do. But let's be real, I'm in my closet in my pajamas with a six-day-old hairdo I can't really remember anymore. So we're just going to stick to the microphone and the earbud thing (laughs) for a while. (laughs) Because the guys on that podcast, one of them's bald and the other one, like, wears a hat sometimes. (laughs) So it's, it's not the same. But they recommended the book Traction is where I was going with that. And Blaine got into it and he was like, oh my gosh, you would love this. And so he kept sharing about it. He's such a reader. It was like one of the reasons why I wanted to marry him is because he loved to read books. I couldn't find men that liked to read books. And then I found one and I was like, oh my gosh, can I keep you? And so he tells me about the books that he reads and they're always so great. They're so good. But some of them are a little like dry, but you know. This book had me at systems, right? So this book truly focuses on the entrepreneurial operating system. Like that is what this book is 100% about. It gives you an operating system for your business. 
And I almost turned it down and passed on it because it describes it as a book for people that are running like bigger organizations that are bringing in multiple six, if not seven figures in their business, if not multiple seven figures in their business. And I was like, well, you know, that's a plan for my future for sure, but I'm just not there yet. But then I was like, you know what? I love systems and I'm going to read this book just to see the perspective of from another system creator. Like I want to be in the room with other people that love to create systems. And this is as close as I can get right now. So let's do that. Like give me anything. I'm so eager and hungry to learn. And I want to be able to teach you guys everything that I'm learning about creating systems for motherhood. Like I really do feel like I'm in this position where I'm obsessed with systems, but nobody And I mean nobody is taking what the world knows about how effective and efficient systems are and teaching women inside of their homes how to apply systems. You know, they don't call them systems. They don't even think systematically about things. Some of them do. But I really feel so strongly about this. And I'm so glad that I gave this book a chance. So kind of the nuts and bolts of it, honestly, like the whole back part of the book, he breaks down the six components of his operating system for business. What he says is that every great system is made up of a core of core group of basic components. And the same applies to business, which the same applies to your motherhood, right? And your marriage and your home and your job that you're working from your home, right? Like, and you are, you're, this is the point of me telling you this. If you were to go and pick up this book and be able to, to understand it from my lens and from my process, and that's my goal for you today, is to A, be able to help you understand how incredibly important systems are for the job that you're doing in trying to succeed in home and business, okay? In motherhood, in, in all the things that you're trying to do, Right. I want you to be able to understand from a person that has literally helped hundreds and thousands of major organizations full of men and women, major corporations and organizations that are bringing in millions and millions and millions, if not billions of dollars a year. He understands that it's very simple. It is very simple to do that well if you have the right system. And I need you to understand that. I need you to understand that when you look at what you're doing in your life, I want you to think of it as a wheel, okay? And you are the hub of that wheel. Let's let's look at a bike wheel, for example, right? And every single spoke that's in that wheel is connected to you as the hub in the middle. And the more spokes you put in there, the weaker each of them are, right? the smaller, and those little things alone are not very strong and it becomes much more complicated. But when we make the prongs or the spokes of your wheel more condensed, they get stronger and it's much, much more simple. Okay. And so he has six components, right? He talks about every business having these six components every single time your business is the middle and all of your spokes around it are in, in any business, right? Vision, data, process, traction, issues, and people. So he teaches 
all of the people that go through the EOS, which is the entrepreneurial operating system, that go through his EOS system, how to compartmentalize their business into these six areas. And the whole back half of the book, well, most of the book, really, except for the first three chapters, is talking about these six components. And it teaches you how to literally pick them up and put them in place. I don't know if you guys remember me talking to you about the book that I read called Profit First, but that was a book that literally specifically taught you a system. And most of the book was just teaching you the practicality and the steps to putting the system into place, which I did. I literally read and listened to every word in that book and I put it into place. That is something that I plan to do with this book. And that is not something that I plan to share with you on this episode. What I am going to do, however, is talk to you a little bit more about his perspective on some of the nuances of what it takes to be a systematic organization owner. And you are the owner of you. You are a massive organization. You are the hub, right? That is the organization is the hub and that is you. And you have to understand how to care for yourself systematically, how to care for your home systematically, how to care for your children systematically, how to care for your marriage systematically, and how to care for your business systematically. I need you to be able to understand how important those things are. And this book really drove home why everything that I've been doing on this podcast for the last two and a half years is so unbelievably important and worth it and necessary and true. One of the things that I love that he says in the very beginning of the book, he says, if you're looking for the next fashionable MBA methodology, this isn't it. The EOS which is his system, which I liken to the Systemize Your Life Academy and everything that all of the systems that I've buttoned up to teach, right, consists of timeless, practical, universal principles that have been tested in almost every kind of organization. What's dramatically new is the integration of these best practices into a complete system for organizing and operating your business, a.k.a., you as the hub operating your home and your business, everything that happens in your home, right? Your motherhood, your marriage, yourself, and your business that will endure for decades to come. And that is precisely it. That is what you get when you come to this podcast, when you come to our Facebook group, when you come into the academy, you get best practices into a complete system. The tried and true, right? that are timeless, practical, universal. That's what you need. Like stop dinking around with all of these other things that are willy-nilly and aren't actually going to get you somewhere in the end. One of the things that, you know, I loved about reading this book was, you know, he, he talks about these six components and so many of them are exactly what we deal with as the hub of our organization, right, as of ourselves and all of the things that we've been called to do. This is a this is a massive organization. And quite frankly, having the role of mom, of wife, of keeper of the house, of income earner, business owner, all of these things, I mean, it's work. It is a lot of work. And the six components that he talks about 
issues. We got issues. People, we got people. Vision, you got to have a vision, right? Data, how often do I talk about you guys collecting data? That's all we talk about in the academy is, okay, people come in and they're like, oh, it's not working anymore. And I'm like, what happened? What changed? Did you grow? Are you in a new season? Did somebody get sick? Like, What are we talking about here? Where's your data? What's going on? Like, let's stop this emotional roller coaster. Girl, I'm on the emotional roller coaster ride. Like, I got the same four-week cycle as you do. I get it. But, like, let's think systematically and logically here. Oh, my husband says that to me all the time. I can't believe I just said that. I hate that when he's like, let's think logically about this. I am thinking logically. (laughs) Probably not. If he's saying that to me, I'm probably not thinking logically at the moment. I'm probably thinking very emotionally. That's hilarious. I can't believe it just came out of my mouth. But truly, like, let's sit down and look at it from a different perspective than the one that we're stuck in, which typically people like to say, let's use logic, meaning let's really think through the details here and see what we can come up with that isn't just based on what we're experiencing in the vacuum and the isolation of our current feelings. So I love that. Then he talks about process and traction. So there's so many things within each of those categories that I was like, oh my gosh, yes, and I'm in. But, you know, Am I going to recommend that you go route right now and run and pick up this book? Probably not. It depends on where you're at in your business, to be honest. I think that this book lit me up because I'm the creator of a massive system for people that are running massive organizations. It's just not business organizations. It's home and motherhood and business and marriage organization. Like, what do you call that? You know, what do you call that? I mean, that's that's not every season of life for a woman. That's not ever going to be a season of life for some women. Some women will never be married. Some women will never have kids. Like some women will never run a business. So it's like this, this really interesting, like niche of, of, of a, a season and a time and a role for a woman's life. And it's so much of what he talks about. And so I think that's why it lit me up is because it was so exciting to be able to see all of this come together and just, really validate everything that we're doing here ladies like everything that we're doing here has depth and it has meaning it has provability it has legitimacy it has fact it there's just so much there's so much let me tell you a little bit more about it the second chapter of this book before it gets into like the nitty-gritty of how to actually comb through and set up this operating system in these six parts of your business he talks about this concept called letting go of the vine. It's so poetic and it is so on point. I could cry. (laughs) I'm laughing right now at myself. I hope you guys can understand how unbelievably beautiful this process is for me. And just thank you for hanging out with me while I digest this book to you. Like maybe you'll love it because I'm so excited about it. And maybe you're going to get totally lit up just like me. And that is my hope. But he says, most business owners, aka most moms, wives, business owners, right? Those things, that lady, that's what we're talking about right now. Sometimes you'll hear me refer to her as mom because mom typically is the thing that we identify with. I know so many of us identify as being a wife. Obviously, I do that too. And as a business owner, for sure. But I think there's just something so meaty. Well, and the keeper of the house. Notice I didn't even mention that one. I love pouring into my home, but it's like, you know, 
you'll hear me refer to it as mom, but please understand that I'm talking about this woman that really has all of these things that she feels very called to do and responsible for at any given moment of her day. Okay. So it says most business owners are unable to reach the next level because they simply are not ready to let go of the vine. And here's the lead into this. Okay. It says this concept of the vine, an entrepreneur slips and falls off the edge of a cliff on his way down. He manages to grab onto the end of a vine. He's hanging there a thousand feet from the top and a thousand feet from the bottom. His situation seems hopeless, so he looks up to the clouds and decides, for the first time, to pray. Is anybody up there? he asks. After a long silence, a deep voice bellows down from the clouds. Do you believe? Yes, replies the entrepreneur. Then let go of the vine, says the voice. The entrepreneur pauses for a second, looks up again, and finally responds. Is there anybody else up there? (laughs) Right? What if that is all you need to do? I can tell you we have so many, not so many. I say so many because they really stand out in my mind. These women that come into the academy, they show up on the group calls and they are all about it. They're all in. They are hard charging and they are after it. And then they get to this point where they know that they have to let go of the vine and they won't. They just won't because of fear. And that's what he says here, that the truth is before you can grow, you'll need to take a leap of faith. And then he says, but don't worry, you won't have to act until you're comfortable and clear on all the EOS tools. And that's truly how I feel about the Academy. You know, like I want you to be able to feel prepared and I want you to feel comforted and in a space where you have confidence to do that next step and grow into that woman that you know that you want to be even if that just means being able to keep up on your laundry and declutter your house like and we minimize those things because the culture has minimized them right but being able to be a woman that can feel proud of the home that she feels responsible for is massive. It's so massive along with everything else that you want to do to be able to show up for your babies the way that you want to show up for them, no matter if they're 18 or 25 or two months old is so important to you. And I just thought that that was really interesting that he feels the exact same way. And he's talking to all of the people that he wants to use the system the same way that I would talk to you. Here's the other thing that is so important for you to understand. So many people, you want a quick fix, right? You want this to be over. You want the brokenness to be done. You've had it up to your eyeballs and your ears and things are just not working. And I get this feeling from a lot of people and I see it happen every once in a while when the wrong person comes inside to the academy and they don't want to do the work. They want it to go quicker than it does. They don't want to stop the busy. They don't want to take the time to slow down, to speed up. And what a beautiful thing that he said here is that he had an individual that put their faith in the EOS process. And in two years, he managed to elevate himself to a true leader for an organization that had a solid leadership team in place. Now he spends more time with his family. He's 
decidedly less stressed and he's generating more profit than ever. Why? Because he took the time to slow down so that he could speed up. If you haven't watched my workshop, that is what we talk about. If you want to learn what you need to do to slow down a little bit so that you can speed up in the long run, you want to hear a little chit chat about that, then you need to go to chelseajoe.co backslash workshop and you need to listen to that whole thing because that's exactly what, what it's about and how validating that someone else that creates systems for people understands that this man that ran a, ran a ma- major organization, he took some time. It did not happen overnight. Is it going to take you two years? No, but it might take you three months. But isn't that better than where you would be in a year from now if you didn't take the three months to systemize your life? Absolutely. He says, if you're not happy with the current state of your company, aka you and all the things that you're doing, you have three choices. You can live with it. Check. You can leave it. Check. Or you can change it. If the first two are not an option, you can't leave it. Let's be real. Those kids are yours. And so is that husband. And so is that job. And so is that house. And you also can't live with it anymore. We know that to be true. Then he says, it's time to admit it, that you don't want to live this way any longer. But change is scary. And he says, you need to change from believing that you are your company and letting it become its own entity. With the right vision, structure, and people in place, your company can evolve and realize its full potential. Now, this is so powerful to me as a growing business owner, as I'm bringing more people on my team. It's very powerful for me to understand and know that. And it's good for me to be reading books like this. It's good for my team. And it's great for all of the women that need this resource that I understand this. But you need to understand this as a person. And so do I (laughs) as a person when my organization is me as a woman that's trying to do all these things, that I am not, I am not the sole person that has to be in charge of every single one of these things. I have to change my mind from believing that I am the only person, that I am the entire wheel. I am not the entire wheel. I am not everything. It has to be able to become its own entity, right? All of these pieces are not all of me, right? There's so much more to it than that. And I love where he takes this. So he talks about these four steps. To be truly ready for this change, you must be willing to embrace the following four fundamental beliefs. And I was like, oh yeah, we got we got some fundamental needs over here. Me and this person are destined to meet sometime in in the future. Just watch. So he says, one, you must build and maintain a true leadership team, which I likened to, for me, it's my husband and who I'm led by, right? And so my faith in God. And then two is hitting the ceiling is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Number three, you can only run your business on one operating system. And ain't that the truth? How many of you are trying right now to use five multiple different planners, to use five different scheduling systems, to meal plan with three or four or five different approaches, to get your laundry done in 16 different haphazard ways. 
You have to stick to one system and one system only because if you're doing multiple pieces of different systems, it's not going to work. And number four, you must be open-minded, growth-oriented, and vulnerable. Yes, to all of those things. So briefly, as I begin to wrap this book review up, I'm like, how many of these highlighted sections can I get into one podcast episode? But here's the here's the, the two or three things, right? The last one is just he talks about how important it is to have systems in place. And, and obviously you're here because you're craving that. And I just want you to know that I didn't just come up with this idea that you need to have systems. It truly is the number one way to get effective and efficient in your home and your business and your marriage and your motherhood. Okay. But he talks about building a true leadership team here, right? Because that he goes through each of these four. And the one where he talks about building a true leadership team, he says the philosophy of this book advocates a healthy leadership team approach. And I think it's so important that you spend the time and that's why I put a whole marriage component inside of the academy. It's not what people want to hear. It's typically not what very bold and strong, opinionated, very high achieving women wants to hear. But the truth of the matter is you will get so much further in your home with everything and in your motherhood and in your business and obviously in your marriage if you're really working together as a team with your husband. And so I don't know where you're at on that journey right now, but there is always a way to grow your teamwork with your husband. And it's one of the things that I'm most passionate about. And here's the funny thing that he talks about. He says, until now, you've probably been holding all the pieces together on your own. If you want to grow, it's not possible to maintain a hand in sales, in service, in accounting, and in complaints, and following up on a regular basis. And what does that feel like to you? That feels like, what can you outsource? That feels like you're trying to do everything on your own and you're bitter and you're resentful to everyone else. But what have you done to build a true leadership team? What have you done to systemize your home? What have you done to help build a true leadership team between you and your husband. What are you doing to build that? What does he need to know about how to successfully put kids to bed at night? Do you need to spend the next three months guiding and teaching and shaping and systemizing and communicating and sitting with him and being gracious and being patient with him? What does he need to know about bath time? It's the two of you in this together. What does he need to know about cooking dinners for you on Thursday? Right? Like, how do you two come together and what can you do to help grow that leadership team? What does that look like for you? And it's just like one thing after another, after another, after another, after another, that just talks about how to build and maintain this cohesive leadership team. And it's something I'm super passionate about. The last thing that I'm going to tell you right now is about hitting the ceiling is inevitable. And it truly is. We just had a gal come into the academy um, group call, talk about how I've been killing it. I've been killing it. I've been killing it. I've been killing it. And now I'm not killing it anymore. You know, those are not her words. But to the point that I was like, okay, well, what's changed? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what's changed? And she's like, oh, I'm consistently doing my podcast now. And I was like, yes, that's what you were working towards. Okay, what's next? Now you've gotten to this place, right, where you grew 
and you had this ceiling and the ceiling was this is what my life looks like until I'm consistently maintaining my podcast. Okay, great. Well, how are you going to bust through that next ceiling? What's next? What do we do next? And he talks about this in depth about, you know, if you're going to grow either internally or externally, how he talks about it. And I think about it the same ways, either internally as a person or externally, if you're going to be growing your leadership team, if you're going to be growing with your children, if you're going to be growing in the systems in your house, if you're going to be growing in your business, all of those kinds of things. He says, if you're not growing, be it internally or externally, you're dying. You're either moving forward or you're regressing. We're not treading water here, right? And I know that that feels kind of cutthroat, but it's absolutely in my opinion, so true. He has this beautiful way of talking about how important this internal growth is along with external growth, but the growth that we have to do in our motherhood, in our marriage, in our home, in our businesses is the key and the ticket to being able to get to that next place that you want to go. And he says, instead of doing those things, the patience and the hard work that they should have had would have paid off. And that's precisely it. Like you could have been able to grow so much faster if you wouldn't have just scheduled all the things and been super busy and took on all the responsibilities. If you just would have sat down for a second If you would just sit down every weekend and put pen to paper, put the system in place, your week, your month, your year, your life would go so much smoother. You would excel so much further. I can't even begin to emphasize this enough. And reading through this book and knowing that he teaches this exact same principle to people that are running massive organizations led me to believe and to know with no greater conviction than I've ever had that you must hear me and you must hear me now. If you are struggling, you have to take the time to sit down and put some systems in place. Have the patience, do the hard work, be disciplined, and you will go farther than you could ever imagine. You really truly do have to, and he even says this, be willing to ask for and receive help. If you're not going to be the only one doing all of the things, you have to be willing to say, this is what I need. And he says, and this is in quotes, most of all, you have to know your strengths and weaknesses and let other people who are more skilled than you in certain areas take charge. You cannot embark on this journey if you're not willing to be vulnerable. And so I want you to look at any aspect of your life and say, where am I not being vulnerable? Where am I not letting my husband lead that I know he could really be good at? Or maybe he won't be good at it for a while, but he would be if you gave him a chance. Where would your kids be able to do better at something than you? How can you take the resources that you have around you and let other people do it? If it's something as simple as pick up and drop off at school or somebody else packing lunches or somebody else cleaning something specific or if, like me, in your business, it's like 
Is there something that you know someone else could probably do better than you? Outsource it. Get rid of it. Stop trying to do everything on your own. There is so much beauty in the process of systemizing. No matter which way you look at it, if you're trying to use the EOS approach, the entrepreneurial operating system that they talk about in the book Traction um, by Gino Wickman, or if it's the Systemize Your Life Academy that's going to help you, or if it's this podcast and the Facebook group, put your whole heart into it. See it through, show up for it, and get involved. Be engaged with other people that are doing the same thing. Find yourself an accountability partner. We've got lots of that going on over inside of the Academy. You can check it out at chelseajoe.co backslash Academy. You can get started for just $97, which is incredible. Super, super incredible. Um, and really, we would love to meet you wherever you're at and whatever that needs to look like for you right now. I hope you enjoyed this book review of the book Traction. I do hope that at some point you come to this book when it is in the right time for you, no matter where you are in your business. If you are in a place where you have an organization, you have multiple people underneath you, now is the time. I'm really excited to diving into it as I grow. And even right now, I've already applied so many of these principles and just the thought patterns that I need to change and be addressing with myself have been so beautiful and beneficial from this read. If you are reading books along with us in this book club, please make sure you drop your highs and lows and your recommendations for the book that you read in February over inside of the Facebook group. We will have a post going out for it. You can just type in book review If you are not able to catch it live in the feed when it pops up, you can find it that way. And that's where you get to declare what you're going to be reading for next month as well. So if you haven't been reading along with us, but you want to start, feel free to jump on in. This is all the more formal our book review and our book club is. It's just a fun space for us to be able to share what we're learning because that is the beauty of being connected here through the podcast and the Facebook group. All right, it's time for me to turn this bad boy off and go hang out with the hubs. So I will look forward to seeing you over inside of the Facebook group. And if not there, then I'll meet you back here for the very next episode of the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other? and ourselves. I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.